twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today, we'll take a look back at the year 2011 in the world of two-way radio communications and technology. We'll discuss some of the news and events that shaped two-way radio history some of the new products launched during the year, as well as products that were retired or discontinued in 2011. We'll also review the new Midland SC1B HD Sub-Zero Stereo Ear Warmers and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialists. The year 2011 is coming to an end. It's been an interesting year for two-way radios. Uh, yeah, it has. We don't usually see a lot of changes, you know, major changes in the two-way radio world. But uh, you know, there's always things going on. New models coming out. Uh, model, old models going away. The FCC is always a, a point of interest because. Um, changes in rules and regulations that they make affects the, the kind of products that we're going to see in the future or the, the products that are available now. So um, I guess let's go through some of the things that um, we saw happen this year. Okay. One of the big events for us was the CLP series of uh, Motorola radios. These are the very small, super lightweight two-way radios that uh, were actually introduced earlier in the year and then uh, after three or four months, they were pulled to have some revisions made, and uh, now they're back. These were very popular radios when they first came out, and we were getting bombarded with requests for when these things were going to come back. And um, they're finally back, and it looks like they're better than ever before. I'm glad that Motorola pulled them off, and we appreciate all the patience people had I mean, pre-ordering these and we getting an ETA and it was being pushed back even further, but yeah, we had customers glad. that were willing to wait five, six months for these things. Exactly. But I'm, like I said, I'm glad that they did pull these off and finally get them right. I haven't had any problems out of any of the, and we've sold hundreds of these things since they were launched and they got the headset issue figured out. They got the button sticking issue figured out. So they're a lot simpler to program yes. now too. If you if you're doing it without the software through the radio, it's all voice prompted now. So it's a you know much better version. Well worth the wait then. Really, uh, I mean they were uh, only on the market for, I guess for less than nine months. They pulled them and they, they were gone for nine months. And they came back and so they they had some time to really go over it and and uh, make those changes, make it better. That's right. Um, after playing around with them a little bit uh, when they came back, I think my only thing about them was that the 1010 and the 1040, they, they all look the um, 
they all look the same now. <laughs> yeah, they changed the. They got rid of the red, and they're all just solid black radios now, um, which seems to be the color most people want anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It threw me off a little bit when I first saw them, and I think they made a slight. Um, they they changed the buttons around just a little bit too, uh, which means I had to go back and when I was photographing them for our site, I had to go back and scrap the old ones and re-photograph them all. Yeah, there, there was an but, issue uh, with the the first round where a, occasionally you'd have a button stick when you uh, tried to power the radio on or off or change the volume, and, and they addressed that by making some button changes. But it looks nice. I mean, yeah, it really does. It's a slick little radio. I like the, the color, um, the ring around the Motorola logo that glows for a, a different color for what channel you're on. It's pretty neat. Great. Um, now, uh, Aside from that, uh, what else happened this year? Um, well, also on the Motorola front, there was a rumor going around. We, we heard from several customers that the DTR550, which is a popular digital radio, and uh, we'd heard it had been discontinued, but um, it wasn't. We still carry this radio, still as popular as it ever was. What happened is Motorola um, stopped distributing this radio to a number of their dealers, and uh, so those dealers were telling their customers that they could the radio was gone, but um, it's not. Don't worry, it's still around. Caused a little Great bit radio. of a panic there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Did you get any calls on it, Anthony? I never heard anybody. Uh, I mean, other than the talk around the office here about it, I never had anybody. Uh, it seems to be I've had some other rumors about other radios being discontinued, and it's. Like Danny said, I think it's just a way to, you know, these guys are saying, oh, it's discontinued here. This is what you need to go with. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, and to, to upsell you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they were, uh, they were rumored to be discontinued. They weren't, and uh, they're still going strong then. Never fear. Yeah. Now, one of the things that uh, happened this year, and particularly on the buy2wayradios.com site, is that we became the first website to offer audio samples of all of our business radios so people yes. can come out and try before they buy, really. That's right. That's a nice feature that we provide for our customers to sort of, uh, you know, like you said, try the radio before you uh, you buy it. Um, we test all the radios or record the audio samples of all the radios in the mm-hmm. same environment at uh, roughly the same volume levels for all the radios so you get a good idea of exactly what it's going to sound like compared to other radios. And uh, no one else is doing this, and it, uh, I know why. It's a, a big effort. It was a big undertaking. But uh, it, it's great because you can go on the site and you say, you know, I want to see how this uh, this little CLS radio compares to this Vertex radio. And and, and in, in that case, it's a big difference because they're, they're basically two different radios. Right. <laughs> but... Um, but you can really tell, and if you're looking for something that has a louder sound, it's a great way to make that comparison. That's right. Now, uh, Motorola did some other things this year, too, right? Well, on the consumer radio front, sort of a different area of Motorola, a different company, really, with the consumer radios, but uh, they pr- started producing a video series on their talk about radios. And uh, that's another thing that we hear good things on from our customers. When we put these videos up on their website, it, it's another way that our customers can look at the radios and sort of try before you buy 
sort of like the audio samples. You know, we're, we're an internet company. You can't hold the radios before you make a purchase. So anything like an audio sample or a video is going to help a customer make a decision. So we commend Motorola on producing this video series. We put it up right away on our YouTube channel. And um, we've gotten a lot of views on those. There's some great information on how to do certain things with them, how to use certain features on a lot of them. And, you know, we get calls from from customers all the time saying, hey, how do I use this feature? How do I do that? And, um, you yeah, know, and watch this video. These videos aren't just, I guess, a promotional tool for Motorola. They're, they're also educational mm-hmm. on radios in general. So, you know, there's something to check out, even if you're considering a, a business radio or a different brand of radios. You may learn something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, what else happened this year? Uh, well, Vertex made some big news. They started producing digital radios with the 720 series. Mm-hmm. And these radios are built to the DMR standard of digital, which means they're compatible with the Motorola Turbo radios. And these are uh, really high-end radios, and you see them out in the field a lot. And it's exciting to have a Vertex product that's compatible with that because it gives a lot of businesses the option with a lower-cost product than the Turbo. Mm-hmm. Um, to have something that'll work just as well and be compatible. We've got a few changes this year from the FCC. They still haven't given us an update on the GMRS mm-hmm. issue that we've been waiting on, but they uh, recently announced some changes to the 60-meter amateur radio band. Uh, this came down just last month in November, and among the changes they announced was an increase in the ERP, or the power, allowed on those radios they went up from 50 watts to 100 watts that was nice of them yeah wasn't it? <laughs> a lot of uh 60 meter amateur radio guys are going to be excited about that that wasn't the only thing they did they made some other changes too they changed the requirements for marine radios that was back in uh march of this yeah, they, year they mandated that the dsc feature digital selective calling be Class D compliant, which is digital. And um, we're seeing a lot of new equipment come in now that supports that. And actually, there was a a mandate that January 1st, 2012, I believe, Mm -hmm. was uh, the cutoff for when the older devices that didn't support this new standard were going to be allowed to be manufactured. And the FCC just last week, I believe, pushed that date back a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's January 1st, 2013, so you've got another year where you'll probably see some of the older equipment still floating around in retailers. But we do see manufacturers phasing that out already. And, of course, one of the other big events of the year was uh, the two-way radio show was officially launched. In fact, we officially launched it February 21st. Probably and, uh, the biggest event of the year, right? Yeah, I think so. And it's now heard in over 50 countries around the world. So that's uh, that's quite an accomplishment. Those poor things. I, I <laughs> continue to be surprised at, at how many people listen to the show. <laughs> they listen because they want to hear Anthony. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, now, we had a number of products, new products, launched this year as well. Quite a few, yeah. Back on Motorola, the the consumer radio side, the uh, MS350R, that's a big product launch. That's a fully waterproof radio. I believe we talked about this on an earlier episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. And uh, the the radio floats, 
fully JIS-7, I believe, waterproof, submersible. Very exciting radio. Too bad they can't keep them in stock. Yes, that's the killer. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had this radio in months, and we're, we're told it's going to be January before Motorola has more. But you can wow. pre-order. People are still pre-ordering them like crazy. Yeah, even being told there, there's a month or so of wait, they're still willing to do it because they're excited about this radio. And they have a, a value pack too, right? Yeah, they came out with the MR350RVP, which is basically the MR350 radio with wood grain faceplates. Yeah, and you know, I'm, normally I'm not a real big fan of, of the wood grain look in some items. I mean, it works for some things and not in others, but these look nice. Yeah, it depends on your taste. I mean, there's people that, that like them, so that's why they're there. Midland put out uh, some new products this year as well. The GXT5000 is a radio we were excited about. This is a business-grade radio that's built to support GMRS. And this is similar to the MS350. We can't keep the radio in stock. It's just been crazy how well these have sold. And um, it's been back-ordered for quite a while. This this time due to flooding in Thailand, we haven't been able to get any GXT5000. Uh, I think it's going to be a little while before we get more from there, too. Yeah, we've been told check back in January. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all depending on the weather there. And we mentioned that uh, Vertex launched their VXD series radios, their digital radios. The VXD720 in portable and the 7200 is the mobile version of that there's also a repeater mm-hmm. that's compatible with those back to midland they also they just launched the se1b sub-zero stereo ear warmers and uh, we're going to be reviewing that later on the show and uh Uninen had uh, a new product too right yeah a couple of um, marine radios that we just added to the website the mhs 125 and there's also MHS-75. Mm-hmm. These sort of replace the Voyager radios that they had before. All handheld marine radios. And uh, they look like good products. Now, those that were discontinued, there were, there were a few products that were, that were uh, discontinued or, or retired this year also. Yeah, that, that unit in Voyager that we, I just mentioned was one mm-hmm. of them. That's a marine radio. The Motorola EM-1000R was a very popular consumer grade two-way radio and uh, that was discontinued it's been replaced with the mj270r which was actually out for a while i think yeah yeah also with the weather radios the midland wr100 uh weather radio is a very popular desktop same capable weather radio that was replaced by the wr120 which i have i have the wr120 and it's a nice weather radio i like it a lot yeah, I use that as well. And um, we mentioned earlier an update on the proposed changes to the FCC rules regarding GMRS licensing. Um, basically, there's still no word on it. Yeah, we we mentioned this in a few episodes this year. There was a proposal uh, about a year and a half ago now to update the GMRS standard, possibly eliminate the licensing requirement, and uh, there's some other changes they proposed. We heard rumors they would rule on this and make a decision by the end of this year mm-hmm. but it's looking more and more unlikely that that's going to happen but well we're, we're um you know 
there's still a few more days left. I mean, we still have a little bit of time left in the year. So, uh, you know, you know, with our That's the way right. things go, sometimes the minute we hit the stop button on record and we post this show, you may walk back. To we're going to walk back, and, <laughs> yeah, and they're going to say, "Hey, we just did this with the licensing." So, you never know. But we can tell everybody right now that as soon as we do hear something. We will post an update on our blog. Yeah, check our blog if, if, by the end of the year. If you're curious, we, we will definitely be all over that if there's a notice posted. Uh, anything else uh, we need to cover uh, for 2011? Let's call it a year. Okay, we'll call it a year. <laughs> all right, well... Coming up, we'll review the new Midland SC-1B Sub-Zero HD Stereo Ear Warmers. Ear Warmers? What's that all about? Well, we'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for Two-Way Radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. My Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review a new accessory for your two-way radio that is sure to keep you warm this winter. The SC-1B HD Sub-Zero Stereo Ear Warmers from Midland. This is a product that uh, Midland introduced, uh, I guess a few months back. And uh, they look like your typical round-the-back-of-your-head earmuff ear warmers i think they're targeting sort of the hunters with this or you know the outdoorsmen sports enthusiasts sports enthusiasts yeah because an ear warmer headset is definitely for outdoor use is, mm-hmm. is the idea is it it's really warm really comfortable feeling very comfortable to wear actually they look like, and you're looking at them right now because I'm wearing a pair. Rick, Rick is wearing is a pair. Actually, wearing. doing the show using the SZ1B Sub Zero ear warmer, and it was unintentional because I, I left my headset um, uh, at home, <laughs> so so I'm wearing these today. But I tell you what, these are very comfortable, and uh, they look stylish. Don't they look stylish? You look great, better than ever, Rick. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> And they're not, and, and they're not saying that lightly. If you've ever seen me, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I am. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, um, they are stylish. You'd expect somebody to say ear warmers. I'm not wearing ear warmers with my two way radios while I'm out, you know, jogging or hunting. But um, they're actually 
you know, you think earwormers and you think these big, puffy, fluffy things that people wear to bed or something, and it's not like that. Um, they're very, they're very nice, and they're, they are very comfortable. What excites me about this product is it looks like Midland is expanding their base a little bit. I mean, obviously these work with Midland two-way radios, mm-hmm. but uh, what they're really pushing with this headset is that it's compatible with smartphones. Mm-hmm. You can use these headsets with a iPhone or an Android smartphone, and they plug right in. And there's a, a push to talk button that lets you, you know, speak through the phone. So you can keep your phone in your pocket, or if you're skiing or whatever, you can, you know, keep your phone out of your hand and use this headset to talk over your phone. It's really cool because what it does is it comes with two different cables with different connectors on it. Uh, there's one that's for uh, two-way radios, primarily the middle and two-way radios. It has a cable uh, with a connector on it to plug into your two-way radio with an inline push-to-talk mic there. I'm bending over to look at it. Uh, and then it has a second cable that's specifically for use with your cell phones and your MP3 players. And yeah, it's a standard 3.5 millimeter, you know, that would yeah. plug into any stereo headphone jack. It actually has a microphone in line with this thing with a little button on it where you can, uh, if you're going to use it with a smartphone, which I have used it with my smartphone, you can push the button to make or end a call with. So it's pretty cool. And uh, it sounds great on a, on a sm- smartphone. Uh, my son's used it on his, uh, and he doesn't have a smartphone per se. He has a cell phone. He's used it on his because he listens to um, he listens to podcasts at night, <laughs> like his dad. And um, he was using earbuds before. I had him try these out. Um, he was using earbuds, and he would listen to podcasts as he would go to sleep. And uh, some of those earbuds are not real comfortable when you're sleeping at night. So uh, I had him try these, and he says, you know, Dad, these things are really comfortable. He had no trouble, like, you know, laying down and falling asleep with these things right. on. I believe it. Uh, it so they are, they are very comfortable. Um, but the price is reasonable. $28, $27.95? Yeah. And, um, not I, too bad, considering what, what they do. Yeah. So um, now you only get one. It's the the price is for one uh, headset. Whereas a lot of times you see two way radio headsets packaged in a two pack. That's not the case here. Also, they have a camo version that's going to be available in a few weeks. I'm told. Really? Really? Nice. I didn't know about that. So uh, so breaking news. Wow. So if you're you out heard it here first, hunting in the woods uh, or something, and you can you're hiding in the bushes uh, listening to. Uh, <laughs> Your favorite MP3 music, <laughs> which is, I don't know. Uh, now, why do they say HD, I'm wondering? Is it that? Um, Zero HD stereo ear warmers. I'm not sure. It says on the box, HD. I think we're overusing HD. I see HD everywhere now. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the sound, and that's the other thing we didn't really cover. People are saying, okay, they're comfortable and all that. You can use them on your smartphones, your MP3 players, and your two-way radios, but how do they sound? And they sound great. I mean, HD? Well, I think, as you just said, I think HD is a relative term these days. Right. Everybody wants to use it. It's become more of a, a marketing 
uh, buzzword than anything else these days. But they do sound great, and they have kind of a bass boost kind of sound to them. Yeah, I see uh, I'm looking at their feature list, and it says extra bass. Yeah, so. and, and it is, but they, they sound really good. I thought that was bass. Bass. Extra bass. <laughs> extra bass. Well, you wear, <laughs> you wear them when you go fishing, and you catch extra bass with that. Okay. <laughs> You're waiting for my bad jokes. There, There's one. <laughs> uh, Ending the year right. Yep. So um, any other comments on the on the ear warmers? I don't think so. All right. Um, okay. Well, I guess that's pretty much our review on the ear warmers. And just for the record, yes, I bought a pair for myself, and I'm, I'm buying a couple other pairs for the family. Um, we all like them. And you're using them right now? You, normally you have a, a nice professional recording yep. headset. And what what's the difference? Would you say they just as, work just as well? Yeah, I think they do. It, it's, it's, it's sort of like I kind of feel like um, I should be doing the show in my slippers. Oh, thank nice. God you're not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time, like, maybe next time I'll, I'll, I'll wear these and I'll bring in some bunny slippers or something are your no, ears I'm not warm? gonna do I'm not gonna do that <laughs> no bunny slippers thank you uh, yeah um I'm sorry am I too warm are your ears warm are my ears warm yes yeah and they're getting warmer every moment so they work as advertised yes they do all right well we have some uh comments and questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com the first one you ready for this? I guess so. The first one um, actually comes from uh, Anonymous. He would not give his name. Um, and his comment is, You guys are idiots. You really don't know what you're talking about with regard to FHSS technology or radio propagation. Get an EE degree if you're going to have a radio show about two-way radios. And this is from... An anonymous poster. Okay, I guess he has an issue with our episode where we talked about frequency hopping, spread spectrum, and the tri-square radios and the Motorola DTRs. Um, Well, I'm not an expert on frequency hopping, spread spectrum, and I'd love to have the guy on the show if he thinks he can, you know, educate us. Well, I think we admitted that much in, in that episode. We were talking specifically about right. it uh, in regards right. to some of those radios and, and what they did. And, um, and you know, our target audience here isn't really, you know, people with electrical engineering degrees. It's, uh, you know, people looking to get an education before they buy some two-way radios. So, mm-hmm. you know, normally we get good feedback and people seem to, you know, think we're doing a decent job. But we, well, we get a lot of great feedback. Yeah, we respect the criticism. And we do. Well, hey, you know, if he wants to come on the show and, and go more in-depth with it. I sure, would love we, to yeah. learn more about frequency hopping spread spectrum. would love it. There's just one problem with that. What's that? We don't know who he is. If you're listening, get in touch with us. We'd like to have you on the show. Um, and, and uh, yeah, because he Even would not. Even though he called us an idiot. Yeah, he would not. <laughs> we, we can overlook that. Was. Yeah, we can overlook I'm that. willing to look past it, it being called an idiot. I've been yeah. called worse. That's right. Welcome to have you on Today. the show. Okay, our next uh, our next question comes from um, Matt fifty six, and uh, his question is: uh, If the Midland GXT one thousands have the capability for CTCSS codes, um, how are they not listed as repeater capable, or are they? Can anyone please explain? 
and uh, you might be a little bit confused about about how the uh, CTCSS codes work. CTCSS isn't related to repeater use. A radio that's repeater capable is has the ability to transmit on one frequency and receive on another frequency. The CTCSS code is just a tone that's uh, an inaudible tone that's added to the transmission so that the radio can filter out communications that don't have the same tone attached. So, you know, the CTCSS isn't really related to repeaters at all. If you're looking for a consumer-grade radio that is repeater-capable, Motorola has uh, the MS350 series, the MR350 series, the MR355, I believe. 355, yeah. It's repeater-capable. And we talked about that a lot in episode eight. We were talking about privacy codes and and uh, and what they do and what they don't do, the ins and outs. And uh, as far as repeaters are concerned, we also covered that in a previous episode. For radio to be repeater capable, basically, you know, the radio has to be able to transmit and receive it on different frequencies and uh, right. on the same channel. So CTCSS codes, privacy codes, are not really going to no, have anything to do with that. Um, okay, this is from Lamar VG, and he says, uh, I would like to purchase a two-way radio set for use inside of my house instead of an intercom, but are two-way radios suitable for such an application? I see they are line-of-sight devices, and I presume walls would block the signals. My house is on one level but has two wings connected by a breezeway, lots of windows. I have found two-way radios easier to shop for than intercoms, and I could take them uh, for outside uses, so this is why I'm asking. And that's from uh, Lamar. Yeah, two-way radios would work fine for that use, and you don't even need a lot of power to get communication throughout a house. In fact, uh, he could probably just use the FRS channels uh, 7 through 14 uh, or 1 through 14 on low power and get communication throughout his entire house, and he wouldn't need to worry about a GMRS license. Now, something he may want to consider is that he could be overheard with a scanner using two-way radios. A lot of intercoms use frequencies that are a little more difficult to pick mm-hmm. up over a scanner, so um, that may be a consideration as well. But two-way radios would work fine for the use he's talking about. Okay. And our last question uh, for today comes from uh, M. Calderon. And he's asking, um, any info you can share that would be great since um, very new to this. My question is, we have four families each in an RV, so relatively close to each other on seasonal campground sites. We thought two-way radios, walkie-talkies would help keep us connected when we are inside the campers. If we purchase two sets, each setting having two radios, can they all work together? Is it just a matter of putting them on the same channel? And uh, brand recommendations would be great too, thanks. Yeah, uh, as long as he sets all the radios to the same channel and privacy code combination, he'll be able to communicate. Now, with four RVs throughout a campsite, probably a more powerful radio like a a Midland GXT-760 or a Midland GXT-1000 would be his best choice because he is going to need some range if they're communicating while traveling Mm -hmm. or if, you know, somebody takes a radio off and goes hiking or something like that. A higher-powered radio would probably be the best option. Well, he does say they're relatively close to each other, but it kind of depends on what he means by relatively close. Yeah, if if everybody's always going to be within half a mile, you know, a, a lower-end radio with less power would probably suffice if he needs to communicate while they're traveling or if somebody's going to 
go hiking in the woods where there, there may be hills or terrain issues, then a more powerful radio is going to be better. Yeah. We, uh, we talked about that uh, using radios while cruising. What episode was that? So Didn't many episodes at this point. Episode 10. Yeah, we covered it in episode 10, Radios on the Road. Uh, and we actually did a review of the Midland uh, GXG760 as well. So they could uh, they could hear that. Go back and check out episode 10. Okay. One of our best episodes. I think so. <laughs> well, I guess that does it for the questions uh, and comments today. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, Blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Oh, wait a minute. Before we go, any other comments, questions, anything? You want to say anything? Happy New Year. Yep. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Happy New Year, and thanks for listening. Thanks for making our first year successful. In whatever country you're in. (laughs) Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Well, everyone, that wraps up the show for this uh, episode. Thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.